0: Welcome to the Picture Book Look Podcast. I'm Kim Chafee. And I'm Kirsty Call. Together we'll share some of our favorite picture books and chat with their creators to explore the journey from story idea to bookshelf. We'd love you to join us as we take a picture book look. We have so much love for the 12 by 12 picture book writing challenge. 12 by 12 changed my writing life. I not only started writing more, but I also connected with other writers and got my agent because of 12 by 12. The private forum
1: is a place where you can get feedback on your manuscripts and your pitches. The monthly webinars give you insight into the industry and the support and motivation that you receive as a member is
0: unmatched. Registration is only open through February. So don't wait. Visit 12 by 12 challenge.com membership for more information. Omaha, Omaha, blue 42, set. Hey, Kim, what are you doing? I'm just trying to get into
1: the zone for today's book. It's <laughs> Huddle Up, Cuddle Up, written by Bethany Hegedis and illustrated by Mike Diaz.
0: Oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. You definitely need to get in the zone. It is absolutely necessary to get in the zone, yes.
1: Huddle Up, Cuddle Up is an adorable story about one family's drive to get ready for bed before time runs out. I am a huge football fan, so this book had me at huddle.
0: And I have the best memories of playing football with my family, and now I play with my children, and believe it or not, I can still throw football better than my 19-year-old son. (laughs) That's amazing. I love that. (laughs) We're excited to have Bethany and Mike with us to take a look at their creative process. Let's get started. Bethany, we'll start
1: with you. I am a huge football fan, so I am so glad that you wrote this story. Can you tell us
2: how you came up with the idea? Oh, goodness me. Well, Originally, all of my picture books, even the fiction ones, have like a long and circuitous route to <laughs> the actual like execution of from idea to draft that goes out to then whatever comes out in book form. And so for me, this all started with being an older mom, having a son, and seeing my husband and son bond when I was doing a lot of traveling with Grandfather Gandhi. And I really wanted like a bedtime book that would celebrate dads and the connection to the kids in a loving way. And I set about writing a baseball book. <laughs> okay, oh. and, and that was just because my son, you know, in that like one year phase, they reached up and touch your face, you know, and kind of reach out and touch you. And I was thinking of the parent being home base. Oh, and that's so, sweet. That's sweet. So face being home base. And I was trying to write a baseball book and I said it to my agent and she grew up in a baseball family. And so she wrote, well, you know, I like this idea and I like this and this and this, but Mm, I grew up in a baseball family, and you didn't, did you? (laughs) I grew up in a football family. And so that had me start to think about football in my childhood, my dad's love of the Chicago Bears. I was like, oh, what's football but like a battle of the wills? And what in a child's life is like a battle of the wills? Bedtime! Yeah. It's a battle of the wells. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of started there and went out kind of as the parents against the kids in draft form, the early risers versus the up all nighters. And then when it got contracted, our editor, Tamar Brazos at Penguin Viking, who also happened to live in the Chicago area and remembered being a Bears fan and the Super Bowl shuffle, she was like, How can we have it be? you know, like more family joyous, like football is really like a family kind of celebration. People gather to watch the game. And she said, I love the idea of football. Let's just kind of skew it in this way.
0: I really love what you did with that.
2: Yeah. And that's when we realized like we can run the plays and we can do the bedtime countdown. And the adversary then is like just the bedtime clock versus it being the parents against the kids.
0: Thank you, Bethany. I love that. It's so interesting to learn about the origins of a book. Mike, what made you say yes to working on this project?
3: This was such an obvious choice, this project. There's no way I could say no to it. The manuscript was so full of life. A lot of the projects I've worked on have been graphic novels and biographies. So with those, there's a lot of restrictions. There's so much fun to work on, but there's restrictions everywhere. This one is just open field. <laughs> um, Yay,
1: a pun!
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. We have a, at the time, they were three and five, and creative bedtimes were very much a thing in our household. And actually, it's funny you talking about switching the adversary to the timer, because we've almost done that in the house, and that's made such a difference. We put timers on for everything, and The kids hate to lose, so we're working together (laughs) towards the timer rather than working (laughs) against each other.
1: Oh, I love that. So, (laughs) Bethany, you gave us a look into the writing process a
2: little bit already, but I'm wondering if you could give us a little bit more. You know, we had bonded. Tamar had been to the writing barn, and I got to know her a little bit, and that's how I heard she grew up in the same area as I did. And so... We talked about football while she was here. And so afterwards, I let my agent know, hey, they had been out for a while. I just hadn't found the right spot yet. And my agent was like, I really think this is going to hit. We just need to find the right person. And we didn't know who that would be. And I was like, hmm, Tamar might be the right person. And so she said, you know, like, let's have it be, you know, about the family and getting ready. And everybody's kind of on the same team and the rituals of bedtime. time. So I also had my son at the time was 3 and you know we were doing those rituals and so it just really became like looking at the sport of football And seeing what those parallels were and brainstorming different things. All of the plays in the book are real plays, like the razzle dazzle -dazzle. and the full counter sweep, which I was like, was that not made for like a messy family, (laughs) like in getting ready for bedtime and Mike's illustration of like the parents and the kids, like pushing off the blocks into (laughs) the basket and the, you know, penalty interference and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, really just imagining this football loving family on a Sunday night and getting ready for school the next day you know it, it just became you know looking at those parallels and then for me my favorite part of the writing because I am a punster <laughs> you have to look closely in the book to see the titles of the books that are on the bookshelf for the family
0: I noticed those
2: or are reading cleats for sale, I think. And and instead of caps for sale, and there's a snowy play instead of a snowy day. (laughs) The the Very Hungry Linebacker instead of The Very Hungry (laughs) And Goodnight Goalpost instead of Goodnight Moon. So fun. And so really it took my love of books and the heritage and the lineage of like those classic children's books. And then I just put everything through like a football spinner, (laughs) you know?
0: So... Mike, what was your illustrative process like for this story? Yeah,
3: once we received the manuscript, characters was first, and I really wanted to make sure the characters were very elastic and very malleable because there was so much life in the story and so much action, working that out so I could draw them in many different poses and very full of life, and then taking their Bethany's words and putting them on the pages and trying to lay out which things happen on which pages and I do that so rough at the beginning only I can kind of understand what those drawings are they look like a complete mess (laughs) I do that on the computer I draw those on the computer and that allows them to be very very changeable so I can adjust them as I go once that's done I kind of refine them so anybody else can see what they look like that headed out to the art director and editor to review them and we did a few adjustments here and there. And then after that, I print those out from the off the computer and do everything by hand at that point. I find it looks, in my style anyways, it looks more natural when it's done by hand. Wow. So I trace it onto watercolor paper, but I trace it with the watercolors first. I don't do any inking. And that again, keeps it more natural and loose because I try to keep as many mistakes as possible (laughs) because it keeps it more lifelike, I find. And then I go over and I I lay the inks over top, but I kind of use the watercolors to almost, you know, when you look at a cloud and you can see shapes in the clouds, I use that to kind of pull the drawing in different directions if I see something that will kind of help the drawing. And then, yeah, and then I clean it up a little bit on the computer and that's kind of the process.
0: That's really cool. We have one more question for both of you and we're gonna start with you, Mike. When someone reads your book, what do you hope they feel or learn?
3: How to go to bed on time? No kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what all the parents want.
3: <laughs> I think, and this is something I think me and my wife have learned a lot is the value of creativity with kids. Keeping things fun and creative makes all of those little struggles so much easier. I guess that's a, a note for the for the kid for the adults, but I I think it's the same for the kids too. So keep, keeping things creative and creative solution to things that might be a bit of a drag sometimes.
0: That's so important.
1: Bethany, same question for you. When someone reads
2: Huddle Up, Cuddle
1: Up, what do you hope they feel or learn?
2: You guys, you don't understand what it was like to actually have a book to read to my son, who's five now. And when we first went through it, he started to repeat after me, like repeating the the instructions, like Sunday night, football night. So he would like parent after (laughs) me. And then the first time he, on his own, said penalty interference. (laughs) 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 So who knew that interference was going to be a vocabulary word for my little guy? But he kind of, like, muddled it up. And he was like, penalty interference. And he just (laughs) loved it. And for us, it's like, it's still, like, he picks out the book. And it just... For all readers, what I want them to have is, when they read Huddle Up, Cuddle Up, is the love of a story time out. That the ritual of bedtime and the ritual of bedtime reading and the ritual of family is messy and chaotic and in this COVID weird as it is right now, that we all get to like have that love and bring that love into our hearts. And that's what I think a good book
0: does. And it makes you go to bed with a smile on your face. And I think we need more of those these days. I have one bonus question. Do you guys actually do this when you're putting your kids to bed? Either or both of you? Do you kind of use the book as a template for bedtime rowdiness? (laughs)
3: i don't think we've specifically done football theme but we definitely have themes right now it's christmas we have the christmas lights in the room that come on
0: i love that
3: at story time
0: we have the
2: bedtime ritual of just like turning off the light so there's like different things we do at different times and then it's the shut the door leave it open a crack you know like where the at the end of the book you'll see the parents kind of like you know, are they closing the door or not? And what's going on? And, you know, my son will be like, do I want this
0: half an inch more mama, you know? A big thank you to Bethany and Mike for joining us today and giving us a look into the creative process for Huddle Up, Cuddle Up. Check out the show notes to learn more about Bethany and Mike and their other fabulous books. And remember, if you have a picture book you love and you think we might love it too, send us an email at picturebooklook2 at gmail.com. That's picturebooklook and the number two at gmail.com. Happy, Happy looking. looking! Picture book Look is produced by Kirstie Call and Kim Chafee. Music by James Call.